Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings. Welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. Good, honey. That was nice. That was oh, she's working hard on me not get that healing courageously. Yes. You know? Yeah. Being a little more, I guess, professional. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good Is that, is that a good way to put yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to put so, it. So so uh we're here today and we got two special guests. Randy and Kathy. Are we that <laughs> the, special? Yeah, we're special. Awesome. You know. Um, and we're here closing out the month of February with persevering love. We've had patient, patient love. love. We've had practical love. Mm-hmm. And we've had uh, pursuing, pursuing love. love, right? And now we're going to close it out with persevering love. Yeah, so we're closing out the whole month of February. We came up with this four P's of love. Right, and invited. right guests and uh, mentees of ours, uh, families that we have been journeying with and mentoring with for the last several years. So we thought, what a great opportunity to bring them in, give them a topic and uh, see them run with it. And it just kind of made me really proud of how much growth is in them. And it was funny because I think it was Alicia had made a comment through social media of how much um, they have grown and they could see that in that. And then they were like listening to Albert and Lauren share and they were like, oh, they sound like us. And then she realized, well, they sound like us because we've all been mentored right, together right, as right. a as a big family. So right, it's, it exactly. was kind of special to to see the uh, relationships and how um, how they've blossomed and they, they've grown. In and, that. They, and they've all brought something special, you know, with with um the patient love from Alyssa and Jared and, mm, and yeah. you know what what they're going through with the you know the blended family mm-hmm. in fact all, all three, three of our of couples all have blended family. as are we and we are too yeah. you know we D- Danny was such a part of our life that we never really looked at it as a blended yeah. family and then suddenly it kind of hit us one day that wait a minute we're a blended we family, blended family. <laughs> so, um so they all brought they also brought something special tickling my nose um they all brought something special to, yeah. to these episodes and we're really grateful for them yeah. and we're grateful that uh we're grateful for their lives because we've watched them all just blossom yeah right? so They're very special very special to watch know, and be part of <laughs> excuse me kathy and i you know we we do have for those of us for those of you that don't know us mm-hmm. very well we do have quite a story ourselves as most people as do. most most people everybody's we're just got willing to be vulnerable and spit yeah, it out there <laughs> yeah absolutely we're very vulnerable and put it out there you know we we talk openly um because we feel that's what has to be done we have to be transparent and vulnerable it gives people other people the opportunity to be able to feel safe enough especially in our presence mm-hmm. and then we hope as they go into life they find the right people but to be able to be open vulnerable and transparent transparent especially if they're a married couple yeah it's so critical in that relationship that they can be that way um you know and, and you know as in our own relationship before i we before i even proposed to you i think 
I told you the first person I ever told about my abuse story, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so um, there's a lot of persevering that's happened in our relationship prior to being married. Yeah. And then all the way through, through our it. marriage, you know? Yeah, you said something about, you know, persevering, uh, requiring us to be vulnerable with uh, for others to feel safe. But, you know, honestly, I love that as well. But one thing that I think was helpful to me in my journey is being vulnerable myself allowed my healing to take place. Yes. And I had a conversation with somebody not just a couple of days ago on how different it is in different small groups and right. life groups and things and how, how she misses that transparency and vulnerability. But I reminded right. her that her growth is now going to give her that opportunity right. to show that to others yeah. that I didn't just have it. You didn't just have it. We had to work in that process of being transparent and vulnerable. And that's part of persevering, persevering in, in any relationship, even if it's in a relationship with self. Yeah. And it's, when I look back on my, my, my journey of recovery and, and you know, I was, I was one that was, I couldn't talk real clear because I was always afraid I was stuttering a lot, but more than that, I, I didn't want to be called on in high school. I was always hiding behind something. Don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah. I didn't want to be the center of attention, but yet I wanted to be the center of attention and in different ways. But then all of a sudden I can remember in, when I was going to my AA meetings that I, I was sitting at, at, at the front row, I was sitting at the front table where everybody could see me. And I was speaking openly about everything that had happened to me, which I'd never been able to do mm -hmm. until I got under recovery. Right. Which it was, it was like, sometimes it's, it's like God says, or like the, the rooms say, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, mm -hmm. right? And for me, everything happened very quickly, right? And to this day, I still look back. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. yeah, That's I, all God. All yeah, God. yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, th there's a guy that I watch on Facebook that this poor guy, it's not even worth saying anything to him in a loving way because he is so stuck um, and it's victim mode from people that have heard of in the past yeah. and he just it's sad to see you know especially when you know that yeah. there's help out there, there and there's yeah, healing exactly. available but again everybody has to get to their bottom everybody exactly. has to get to their their place of i'm tired and i'm done and i'm ready and speaking of bottoms mm. that's a great segue mm, thank you <laughs> my emotional bottom my bottom my and my very bottom right everybody has to hit their bottom and for everybody, it could be something different, right? But for me, it was the affair I had in 2004, right? That affair was the thing that absolutely wrecked me spiritually and emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, it was just like, okay, that's it, right? And then for the next year, we started our own counseling, one-on-one, mm -hmm. -on -one, and then we counseled together. But we were still drinking and partying a little bit, but not like, not like we had done previously, right? right? Um, we had a lot to work on. And when you talk about perseverance, our marriage is a perfect story of perseverance. I would right? say we have persevered from the very beginning. From the very beginning, right? Perseverance means, okay, the definition of perseverance is persistence in doing something despite <laughs> difficulty or delay in achieving success. Mm, that's really good. Okay. It is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Mm. Now, I know it had to be difficult for Kathy. 
yeah. after the affair, right? Oh yeah. And 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 we're gonna get into First uh, Corinthians here in just a minute. But I know for me, it's like <clears throat> I can remember sitting in therapy, going, "Is this really? Is this really true? Is Kathy really gonna stay with me?" I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Somebody I, to leave and somebody to abandon you. Right, exactly. And mm -hmm. I, I would I would tell my therapist, Deborah, who was an absolute, I mean, she was godsend. She was phenomenal for both of us, right? That when is she when when, when am I gonna come home if she's not gonna be there? I mean, why is she still with me after what I've done to her, right? And it took me a long time to understand that. Um but it, it only happened because, number one, I didn't come back home and blame everything on her. Mm -hmm. Well, if you wouldn't have done this, if you wouldn't yeah, have done you that. Were I, totally accountable to I was your 100%, actions. I was 100% accountable for my actions and my behavior. And can I just say something? Because of your being accountable to your actions and your behavior, it almost, I think about it now, it gave me like a soft landing to look at myself too. Right. And um, I know because sometimes I could have said, oh no, he did it. It's all him. But I had a part in it. But it allowed me to open myself up a little bit to say, okay, he is repenting. He feels bad. He's carrying guilt. Mm -hmm. He's carrying shame over all of that. I need to look at myself as well. And I think that was the the key well, between I, you being a lot of things that I've done, I've followed in your footsteps. Right, you've, you've made you've, it easy for me. You've watched my actions, not yeah. listen to them. And I think also I can remember when Deborah looked at you and said, "Kathy, it's not all Randy's fault. You yeah. got a part in this, right?" Yeah. And that—that's I—I've I, got to miss on this side. That had to be hard for Kathy to accept. Mm -hmm. Okay, it had to be hard for Kathy to accept. So, so Kathy and I believe when we were told this by. Um, another therapist that I saw for one day that we've dealt with, and these are his words, we've dealt with a lot of marriages and infidelity in this office. Mm -hmm. And the ones, the ones that make it and the only ones that make it are the ones where both husband and wife <laughs> want the marriage to work. Right. Okay? And they want, both want to do the work that's necessary and that's for that, that to happen persistence in dealing yeah. with something that's just dis despite its difficulty right it's the same it, perseverance right exactly. there. exactly and, it, and it, it is difficult and then i i want i want to i want to say this too this is really important um and all part of perseverance right you know I, I can remember deborah telling me one day randy and kathy's right there so she <laughs> it loaded up her guns for her but if Kathy ever needs to talk about this affair, mm -hmm. right? You did it. You caused her pain. You must listen to her. Yeah. And your only response is, I'm so sorry I did that. You have a right to feel the way you feel. I understand why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. And just know that I'm working on being a better person. Yeah. Right? Men, you know, sometimes we hear men saying, well, my wife's always nagging at me. Well, there's probably a reason for it. And it's probably because you don't sit down and listen to your wife or significant other about what's really going on in mm -hmm. her life. And so you're not hearing her. You're not hearing her pain. 
if I want to hurt Kathy's pain, if 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 I want to sit there and I said, and it hurt, it it stung. It was hard for me to yeah. listen to, right? But if I wouldn't have, we probably wouldn't be married right now. She would have been at me all since 2004, 19 years ago, mm -hmm. right? 19 years ago. Not one mention of that affair right. has come up. Right. Not been thrown on my face. But I'm not going to let the ladies off that easy. No, go okay. ahead. Yeah, so yeah. ladies, 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 part of what I've dealt with and my frustration and where a lot of my resentments and anger was developed was the fact that I didn't use my voice. I didn't speak my truth. Um, I didn't even really know what my needs were. So sometimes if I came across as a nagging wife, it's because I was trying to flander my way through what my needs were. And so I think that's one of the things I discovered on my journey is to really identify what my needs are in the marriage right. and then be able to verbalize them in a, coming from a place of love, um, understanding, knowing that he's not going to always meet all my needs, but if I could share what they are and he can meet some of them or meet me halfway, that's yeah. going to make our marriage a lot easier. And I've, I've gotten so much better at that, but I know that during this time when we were in this dark space in our marriage, um, I didn't have that ability, but it wasn't until I was able to get in my own recovery journey, look at my own self, look at my codependency and realize that, you know, I'm, I'm asking for things that I don't even know what I'm asking for mm -hmm. because I don't know if it's a need or a want. So there's a lot to that, but I think ladies, we have to be able to identify our needs in right. the marriage and we have to be able to mm -hmm. use our voice to speak those needs out. And husbands, if, if, you know, if you feel like your your wife's are nagging at you, there's a really good reason that's happening. And so I would encourage you to think about this conversation. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to say, hey, maybe she's nagging at me because I'm not listening to her needs. Mm -hmm. right? And sit down and have a conversation with her. Those and curious questions. Those going curious questions, absolutely. You know, you, you want to be able to listen with curiosity to your spouse, mm -hmm. right? And then ask, don't tell, don't accuse, not accusational questions, mm -hmm. then ask very curious questions, okay? That's how you get to it. It could be like something as, it can be something as simple as, I've noticed that you've been, you seem to be a little edgy. Is there anything I can do to help you with that? Right. Because a lot of times I might be edgy and has nothing to do with him, but just him bringing that to my attention makes me realize that I'm spreading my edginess in places it doesn't belong. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Because we never know what our partner's going through that mm -hmm. day. And, in, and a lot of times, I think what we want to do as, as as spouses is we want to, well, what do I do now? Now she's all pissed oh, no, off. Not I mean, me. I'm not, you know, I. I want to uh, give you a shot, make you feel better. Yeah, I mean, but I you know, that's you. it's like, you know, what did she do? Yeah. You know, what did I do now? How come she's not talking to me? Yeah. Where you know it has nothing to do with you, right? You know that's the deal. Just being open to sit yeah, down and absolutely. have those curious question want, conversations. If you want your marriage to last, you gotta have open and honest conversations mm -hmm. with your spouse. And you have to be, if you're a man, if you want to be a real man, you have to sit down and listen to what your wife's telling them. Mm -hmm. You may, may not like it all. No, I mean, and that's I okay. You don't have to. No, neither you one of us. Just have to be available to have yes. listening ears to hear. Ephesians 5.25 says, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. And Christ gave up his life for the church. The church yep. Okay? I mean, it's that simple. And if you want your wife to be obedient, but not in the obedience you think you can just tell her and own her what she does, if you want her to walk side by side with you, right? 
if you practice Ephesians 5.25 and be consistent at it over some time, she'll start loving yeah. you in a way you never thought she, she could. I, I promise you that. But we're called to love our wives as Christ of the church. And we're called to die for our wives daily. Mm -hmm. Daily. Mm -hmm. that's, you know? that, that's been a huge shift in, in how I feel about you, how I <laughs> want to do things for you, be part of you know, being a, a good, healthy right. wife for you. Right. And it's been a huge thing. And, and then I, I think if I'll just one more thing on that is like, for example, right, of that death, that mm -hmm. dying daily, mm -hmm. right? I hunt and fish a lot, right? And Kathy, when I want to go, Kathy says, have fun. She knows that I need to be outdoors. And I want my people. chicken, honestly. And, I just, exactly. I time too. But, right, the time that comes up where, you know, it, and it doesn't happen a lot, but yeah. she says, hey, I come home and say, hey, Hey babe, I want to go fishing down down off you know off of San Diego this weekend. I give her a date, right? And all the guys are getting together. It's going to be a fun trip. The the, the fish are really biting hot right now. And she goes, oh, "Wait a minute, hmm. hey, we're supposed to go down to our granddaughter's dance recital that weekend." Go, oh man, yeah, but I really want to go fishing, babe. Come on, I just, you know, this is a big trip with all my my boys, right? Your boys. Well, my boys. She goes, but Randy, you, your granddaughter's going to be very disappointed if you don't show up. Okay. I'll, I'll be there for, for you, and I'm going to be there for my granddaughters. Because you, you let me go whenever I want to go. Yeah. So I'm going to, this one time, That's, I'm going to have to sacrifice. You're dying to sell. I'm, I'm di dying to sell. It's that simple. So... One of the things that's really going to help with a marriage, with a perseverance and, and marriage is if you read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, right? And <clears throat> here's the deal. There's some pretty powerful things in here, mm -hmm. right? And again, if you want to stay married for a long time, you got to understand, Kathy and I have been married for 40 years, the upcoming August, right? it's not a cakewalk. I mean, the only thing Jesus promises us in the Bible is we're going to have trials and tribulations. Yeah. And that's throughout our life. There's where mountains there's, and valleys absolutely. and hills. And, and so it's like, okay, coasters. what happens is 50% of the marriages fail. And what the st statistics are saying now is the women are the ones that are filing for the divorce. But why are they failing? When you get in a marriage, we think it's going to be all rainbows and unicorns and bubbles blowing everywhere, sparkles, sparkles and everything. Yeah, and it is that for a while. I mean, there's no doubt. But then life settles in, and then you're both working, and and work stuff comes up, and then you have kids, family, yeah. and you're raising a family, and all of a sudden the attention goes from each other, it goes to the family, right? There's so much that goes on with, within a marriage, but that doesn't mean that we don't love each other, that we still yeah. don't love each other. It means that we're taking care of priorities in our life. Our number one priority in our life has always been family. Yeah. I ran a business for 20 years. Mm -hmm. My kids took, uh, my, my kids took priority over that business and the business was very successful. So when you look at first Corinthians 13, four through eight, this is what love is. You know, we could all practice this within our families, with our kids, I got to with our kids, with our wives, with our dogs. I mean, excuse me. We can get these in the in, in, in the spirit of our soul and practice them. 
to the best of our ability, knowing that we're not perfect, knowing that we're going to trip once in a while. But when we trip, we're going to get up, okay? We'll, we'll develop a relationship with our kids and our, and our spouses that will be unbelievable. And it's this, right? 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient, perseverance, right? <laughs> Love is kind. It does not envy. Kathy, for the most part, or I would say two-thirds of our, our marriage has made much more money than I've made, even having a business. She was an escrow officer. Made much more money. Didn't matter. We don't even look at that. She never held that over my head. I wasn't envious of it at all. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. So we're not going to be dishonoring our kids or our wives or anybody for that matter, right? Because God calls us to do one thing in life, to love each yeah. other. That's it. That's right. That's what I mean. It doesn't mean we have to like them, but we have to love them, right? And this is what love is. It is not self-seeking, not self-glorifying, right? It is not easily angered. And I tell you what, I was raised by a stepfather that at the drop of a pen, and he was a Christian, anger was not even a, a I was too light of a word for, for him. <clears throat> it keeps no record of wrongs. And, and, and to me, out of all these, keeps no record of wrongs is the most important one that there is, right? What good does it do to bring up the past? It's done. It's over with. You cannot change it, right? I mean, in, in all of our marriage, yeah. Kathy and I have never brought up anything from the past. Right. And he, he taken into the affair I had in 2004, not once. But again, it's because we, we we have been able to talk and been very open. Well, about we worked it. through it, yeah. Right. Definitely. Okay. Um, it keeps on record wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always protects. I'm always wanting to protect my wife and my kids. Always, right? Always trust, always hopes, always perseveres. <laughs> Love always will persevere. Yeah. But remember, it takes time, and love never fails. Mm, that's good. So those that that's what love is about. Yeah, and it's spelled right. You know, if, if you're, it, it doesn't get any any better than that, right? There. No, and I think for me, I you know, I've that's one of my favorite scriptures. In fact, in our life group, um, our all of our uh, couples gave us a gift and that was my scripture that they had asked what my favorite scripture mm -hmm. was and they had this scripture made on a like a tea tray and so um it's always with me and I was curious though I just wanted to do some more little research not just list, listening to his to the word of God but to actually understand what Paul's saying and I found this <clears throat> where it talks about um love is described in first Corinthians 13 is best understood as a way of life lived in the imitation of Jesus Christ. And we've always said, all we're supposed to do is love. So if we're living in the imitation of Christ, we should be living in love daily. And it, that's the, that is the focus, not on oneself, but the other and his or her good. Love is about action. And we talk about this. It's an action step. How a person lives for the Lord 
and obeys him and how a person lives for others and serves them. And I think that's a beauty in that is that, you know, it says that we are to love one another as our neighbor um, as well in the Bible. And so have, knowing that, you know, we're here to serve, to love and obey the Lord, right? just as much as we're here to love others and serve others. Exactly. So if we can do that from a healthy place, um, I know my life has been better as a result of that. No, I, I, absolutely. And, and again, we're humans, so we're, we're not perfect. No, and absolutely. In, in no ways are we going to be perfect like that. We can strive for it. Yeah. I mean, but when we fall, we fall. And, and it's just a matter of the Bible says, you to fall seven times, get up seven yeah. times. I mean, there's not how many times you fall. It's how many times you get and up. And I think that, you know, saying that reminds me of, you know, what is it, what helped us in persevering in our marriage? And a lot of it was, first of all, realizing that we needed help. Yeah, was absolutely. The first thing. Yeah. And then being willing, open and willing to get the help through a therapist. That's yeah. where we started. Um, Randy got on his journey of recovery, which shifted things drastically. But then it was like, okay, now what? Yeah. What do we do? We didn't wow. know where this recovery was going to go. And it went down a great road. We, we met a lot of people. Mm -hmm. We learned. Oh, it changed our lives. Yeah, we learned yeah, the necessity of accountability with yeah. others, um, you know, with the sponsor sponsor relationships. And then for us, that led us to church. And in our 40 years of marriage, mm -hmm. we did not, up until 10, 11 years ago now. 2012. 2012. Mm -hmm. We did not attend um, a church unless it was a wedding or a funeral and our kids didn't either but those are the steps we had to take to continue right, in right. persevering through our marriage and each one of those steps led to another step and through our church we've got an amazing church family um, we were able to mentor others and in that process of mentoring others we're still mentoring ourselves right, because right. we're just sharing our experience strength and hope and what got us to where we are with others and now it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see these young couples starting to do the same thing in their and, own churches. And, and, then, and then calling us going, hey, mm. we're struggling with this and this yeah. is happening. We don't, you know, all the struggles that we went through. Right. right? Well, so, so on that part, OK, a couple of things. And I'm going to back this up biblically. Right. You cannot transmit something you don't have. So yeah. fortunately, all, all of our couples are quite capable of leading small groups, couples groups whatever they desire they're quite capable yeah. and quite ready for that but you cannot transmit something you don't get god in hebrews 2 18 it says um because he suffered jesus because he suffered when when he was tempted he can help others he, he he's able to help those that are tempted today mm -hmm. okay that's all of so, us. <laughs> it, so it, it's it's biblical what, yeah. what what you cannot transmit something you, you do not have all right so and, and that's that's the truth Kathy and I would have no right helping anybody. And we honestly, we have been through, I know people have got their stories and I'm not saying discounting anybody. I want you to understand that. We have gone through so much in our 40 years together mm -hmm. between me, 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 us, um, working through my abuse issues, our marriage issues, our business issues, um, alcoholism, you name it, right? Not not only have we experienced all the negative sides of that, mm, right? Yeah. This is the critical thing. Because a lot of people, they when we first start working, they want to help other people. Well, you, until you get help, you got to heal yourself. You got to heal, heal yourself first to help heal it, others. Yeah. You, not only have we been through the negative part, but we've also been through the healing journey and so many places, so much 
so many resources yeah. we have. So no, it's great. So I guess I, that's the biggest thing is I just want to you know let people know that marriage is a journey. Persevering, persevering in your marriage is a journey. Yeah. Don't do it alone. That's no. you know we talk about community all the time. So that's my it, biggest thing is have a community of like-minded people, somebody that's experienced what you've experienced, and journey with them. And, and not only that, they're going to guide you mm-hmm. and tell you the hard truths. Yeah. They're and not going to sit there. That's all right, Kathy. You no. know what? He did it. You might as well just go have an affair too. I mean, what's the big no. deal? I mean, there's so many people that, are, and, and I personally know people that have done that and a very good friend of mine in recovery did it because somebody else told him it was cool Yeah, and he died. So we'll toot our own horn right here because this is what we do for a living. Well, for a yeah. living, we make a little money doing it, but <laughs> yeah. not much. Um, but if you are out there listening to this and your marriage is struggling, or maybe you're struggling as an individual, yeah. um, reach out to us at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Um, there is a contact form there. Go ahead and put your information there. There's a little box to click on. And we'll set you up for a 30-day free, 30-minute free consultation. Now you're generous, I am very you generous. With that. I just 30, want, 30 minutes to clarify that. I just clarified that at 30 minutes, but I just I want people to get the healing they so desire and they right. so deserve. So um, but that's that's kind of our journey, and our journey has led us to the calling of helping others. Um, and this month we're closing out the month with a call to action. We want you to tag a friend. If you are listening to uh, this podcast on Spotify, or if you're not listening on Spotify, go over and listen on Spotify and check the following. Um, we're looking to increase our following members. So please follow us on Spotify. Follow um, us, like us, share all that. Yeah. And in all our social media, tag a friend, invite them to the podcast, let them know, you know what's going on. You never know just who you might be helping by tagging a friend. Um and then our my final pitch here is our foundation, which is the uh, Courageous, Healers. Courageous Healers Foundation. We are a nonprofit foundation that helps men, women, and families heal from the scars of abuse, trauma, um, marriage, anything that any type of a, a struggle that's going on. We're here to help journey with you on that as well. And our donations that are that people make to that help offset the cost to a lot of these clients that have very little income, maybe they don't have insurance or maybe their insurance doesn't cover these types of things. And we offer our services for little to no cost to some of them or most of them in this case, because healing is, it, it takes time. And we are, like I said, we've been called to help heal. Mm-hmm. So all your donations can be done through um, healingcourageously.org. CourageousHealers.org. Sorry, I'm going backwards. CourageousHealers.org. You can make a one-time donation. You can make a monthly donation. Any donation, no matter how little, $5, $100, $200, it doesn't really matter. If finances are not in in your life right now, and that's totally understandable, we've all been there ourselves, please keep the foundation in your prayers. Um, The more we have praying for us and the foundation and the people that need that, they will come. So thank you for that. Yep, yep, yep. You want to share about your books, don't you? Yeah, might as well. Um, first of all, we got Healing the Wounded Child Within. You know what? And I want to say something. Well, here's the book, right? Healing the Wounded Child Within, available on Amazon. It's Audible, Kindle, and on paper book. And before I go to the other one, that's, those are all on Amazon, right? Is that I would say all of our marriage couples that we that we have uh, that we have mentored, mm-hmm. right? There has been trauma in either one 
or childhood trauma in either one or both of their lives. Yes. And that's been the root of their problem. Yeah. And it, and it just comes out organically. We don't go tell them that it's all organic the way it happens. Yeah. So that's that's uh, really important to know. Okay. And then also that healing the wounded child within is, is in Spanish. Spanish. Are you going to try to say yeah, it? Let me, let me see here. Let's see if I can do this. Sanar las arerias del niño interior. Not bad. You said it's quicker. So that's available on Amazon and paper book and Kindle, paperback and Kindle. Seven day challenge. uh, It's a workbook that goes with healing the wounded child within. Little book, not bad. Um, On Amazon paperback. But can't they if they sign up? No. 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 No, Not yet. Not yet. That's this one. Oh, next month coming up. Yeah, next month excited. that'll be one of them. Okay. And then also, if you if um you got the thirty day devotional, the wholeness. It's a great thirty day devotional. It's got a great devotional, a couple of scriptures, and three contemplative questions <laughs> at the end of every every devotional. If you go to change your life story now, and dot com, fill out the contact information, click the little box. Um, that will allow us to put you on our mailing list. We don't, we're not going to undate you with a whole bunch of stuff. I promise you that. Mm, yeah. But you can't. You will get one of these. Uh, there should be a link. You'll get one of these books for free. And a it'll, PDF. Be a, it'll be a PDF yep. form. You can download on your computer um, so you have it whenever you want it. Okay? That's beautiful. That's beautiful, right? Awesome. All right. All right. So that closes out February. And next month is going to be, man, we got some stories for next month. Yeah. It's called March Miracles is coming up next month. Yeah. And we got some powerful, powerful stories mm-hmm. coming up. Um, there's one don't, person. Don't no, I just, I just say, I just say there was one person. I'm not going to tell who it is or when it, when it was, right? But man, I pre-interviewed him and I walked out to my wife to, to ask her to come back in this room. And I had the God bumps. This guy's story was just phenomenal. Yeah. So, so tune in in March. Yeah. Tune in in March. You're going to hear some great mir- miracles. Okay. And then they're not all these big old burn bu- bush, bush burning miracles, yeah. but they're miracles. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I think you, you sure? Got yeah. I got it wrong. All right. all right. So nobody tells you they love you today. Remember that Randy does. Kathy does. More importantly, God does. God does. Be blessed, Be blessed, everybody. Have a great week. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.